Welcome to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast, helping people who want to improve their health and change their mindset around food so they can live the life they were designed and called for. I am your host, Adrian Delgado, and in this podcast, I'll give you step-by-step action plans to reach your health goals, as well as my favorite recipes I know you and your family will enjoy. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Nourish, Eat, Repeat. I've missed you. I've missed you because we have been doing a lot of interviews and they have been super fun, but I miss just being here with the microphone and just speaking from my heart. And I figured now is as good as any time because a holiday is coming up that I just wanted to do a solo episode. So the first year of Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast, I did a decent job of doing informational podcasts, but also bringing guests onto the podcast. And then year two, I got lazy. I didn't feel like seeking out guests and interviewing them and trying to figure out who would be a great resource for my listeners And so I just started doing my own episodes. It was just easier that way. And then this year, my third year of podcasting, I was like, I think I'm getting sick of hearing my own voice. And if I'm getting sick of hearing my voice, there's a good chance some of you are getting sick of just listening to my voice as well. So I brought back some interviews. Um, I actually belong to a group on Facebook uh, for podcasts. And it's for people that want to be a guest or they are looking for guests. And I found a lot of great options. And so I'm like, you know what? We're just going to do a lot of interviews. So it's been a ton of fun recording them, meeting people from all over the world that share in my excitement for health and nutrition and fitness And we're going to have more guests on. I think I have guests taped all the way until the end of January. So we have a couple more weeks coming up. And actually, these next couple guests are, I'm just so excited. I mean, they are just so, they're so kind and they're so willing to share their expertise. And I'm just really excited for the information that you guys are going to hear over the next couple weeks. So stay tuned because we've got some really great guests, guests that talk about um, GI. We have a doctor from uh, Texas. He is, I'm so excited for him to be on the podcast and for you guys to hear that episode. We've got people talking about different autoimmune diseases Like we're going deep into things. So you guys just, you don't want to miss what's coming up. The only downside is when I do a lot of guest podcasting is I don't get to give you any updates. And a lot has happened over the past few weeks. We, well, this is more recent. We all survived our first marking period of school. Um, We survived homecoming. Uh, Ben had a fantastic year in football, which just brings me so much excitement watching him play sports. Jake had a great cross-country year. The girls did well in soccer. Uh, The girls have been wearing mascara 
that's new. And, you know, they're almost teenagers. And I guess it's time for them to start doing that. I think I started wearing makeup in middle school. So, you know, we're growing, we're moving forward, and and it's been a ton of fun. In fact, one story that I did not get to share with you, although if you were in the office, you may have heard it, is one night, I this is a couple of weeks ago, I was taking the girls back to school shopping, and it was late at night. It's probably around like 8, 30, 9 o'clock till we got home, and the girls just walked in the house, and I was checking something on my phone and was lagging behind a little bit. And so when the girls walked in, they just left the front door open because they thought I was right behind them. And I was just a few steps behind. And as I start to walk into the house, I notice on the threshold, the plate or whatever that connects the outside of the world to the inside of the world is a snake. I am not even kidding you, a snake. And so... I consider all snakes anacondas and pythons. Some people might have named this snake a gardener snake, but I really do think it was a lot larger than that. And it had its mouth open and it was curled up. And of course I scream and run the opposite direction. And I, we have a little wall outside of our house. And so I jump onto the wall and I'm screaming and Ben walks out and he's kind of like, you know, ho-hum, ho-hum. He has on like flip-flops or whatever. And he's like, mom, you all right? I'm like, there is a snake by the door. And he looks down and he's like, there's no snake here. And I was like, well, shut the door. And I start calling Jim. Jim was actually fishing with Parker. They were, I forget what they were fishing for, catfish, because they were fishing at night. And I call him. I was like, you got to get home right away. And he's like, we just got here. I'm not going. What's up? And I said, there's a snake. And it was right at the door. And now I'm standing on the wall. And you got to come home and see if the snake's in the house. And he's like, why would you run the opposite direction? If you see a snake, you always keep your eyes on it so you know where it is. Now you don't know if it's inside the house or outside. I was like, exactly. So you need to come home and check the entire house. And he's like, I'm not doing that just have the boys look for it. And if they don't see it, I guess it's outside, which I'm not happy about, as you can imagine. And so I told him, I'm like, fine, I'll call the police. And he said, you can, but they're going to laugh at you. So I would not do that. So I call out to Jake because he was home too. And he looks through the weeds near the outside of our house. He said he found a small snake. So I I'm guessing that was like the big anaconda's baby that he found. But he said he could not find a snake as I described it. And so he's like, it's fine, mom. Just come in the house. So we had no clue if the snake was inside or outside. And thankfully, I had just cleaned underneath the sofas that morning. Don't ask me what made me do it, but I did. And so we were able to get a flashlight. Well, let's be honest. It was not me. It was Jake and Ben. We were able to get flashlights and look underneath all the sofas, all the furniture. And we felt pretty confident that the snake wasn't in the house. Although I did Google, can snakes climb stairs? And the answer is yes, in case you were wondering. The only thing they struggle to climb is glass. So I considered, you know, going to the store and buying a sheet of glass and putting it at the bottom of the steps so the snake could not get me in the middle of the night. 
We never saw the snake in the house, so I guess we can assume that it crawled back outside, but it was very traumatic, and I wasn't able to share it with all of you, but now I can. But we're not just going to talk about snakes today. We're not going to talk about how my girls are in mascara. We're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. And I thought really long and hard about what angle I wanted to approach this podcast with because I've done episodes before about Thanksgiving. I've done episodes about gratitude and how it changes our perception and how we how we see things and how we take care of our bodies. I've done a lot of these episodes and they're great episodes. You can go back the past three years and listen to them. But I just, I wanted to do something different. And as I started doing some brainstorming work, I just, I got bored, right? Do I talk to people about eating more vegetables at Thanksgiving? You know, maybe sharing a dessert, watching their alcohol intake, keeping their meal to one plate only. And those are great tips. They are. But we've seen them before. They aren't anything new. And when we've seen something so many times, it's unlikely to actually be helpful. It's like, yep, yeah, I know this. Yeah, I know this. But it doesn't stir anything inside of us to actually take action. So I'm going through the list. It kind of feels like a letdown. It's not any new information. It's not all of a sudden that, you know, nutrition magazines have come out with breaking news. This is the new way to eat Thanksgiving. It's pretty much been said. Any article you come across, any social media post that you come across, it's pretty much the same thing. So I'm going to come at it a little bit different, and I'm going to pose a question to you, which is, what do you want to do this Thanksgiving? I think we're so used to being told what to do, how to eat, how to feel, how to dress, how to wear makeup, how to act at work, how to act at home, how to be a good parent. Like, we're always being told what to do. And have we ever stopped to actually ask ourselves the question, what, what do I want to do on this day? Specifically when it comes to nutrition and exercise. Now notice I didn't say, what do you think you should do? I asked you, what do you want to do? Right? What do you want to do on this day? Do you want to eat two plates? Do you want to only eat turkey and green beans? Do you only want to eat dessert? What do you want to do? What do you want this day to look like so it feels authentic to you? What feels good to you? And so I'm actually going to just pause a second here and I want you to think about it. What do you want this day to look like? in terms of nutrition, in terms of exercise, and in terms of overall health. Here's the thing. You know yourself better than anyone. You know your tastes. You know your preferences. You know your fullness capacity. And you know your goals. My goal 
is to teach you how to trust yourself again. Too many diets out there have told you what to do, how to eat, what to eat, when to eat, without even considering your challenges, your preferences, your specific goals. They just tell you what you should do. And every time you look to somebody else to tell you what to do, sometimes it can be helpful, but sometimes it tears down trust with yourself. I do share information. I share what works for a lot of people, especially if you don't know where to start. Listening to somebody is a great idea. But at some point, if I'm not also teaching you how to make decisions on your own and how to follow through with them and how to build trust with yourself, then I have not done my job. So the question really comes down to how do you build trust with yourself again? Because the holidays are not anything new. Listen, they come around every year. We need to stop acting surprised every time they come around. Because they're coming. And they're going to come next year and the year after that and the year after that. If we're always going into the holidays scared and fearful and on edge and angry and frustrated, it's just going to make the season miserable. So I want you to ask yourself the question, what do I want to do? What do I actually want to do? And I want you to start building trust with yourself. And again, the question is, how do I build trust with myself? How do I empower myself to make decisions that are in my best interest and that I actually want to follow through with? And I think the answer is we start small. Isn't that how we gain trust? An example of this would be hmm, when, my, when my boys started driving, my older two boys, right? The day that they got their license, I did not let them drive across the country. I let them drive to the high school. <laughs> and the high school is about a half a mile from my house. I let them drive to practice, right? And of course, they had to text me as soon as they got there because I wanted to make sure I can only watch them from my road for so long before it turns and then I can't see them. And then I let them drive to a friend's house that was close by. And then I let them drive to work by themselves. And just a few weeks ago, my oldest son just drove to New York by himself. Thank goodness for Apple maps or whatever it's called because he can put in his destination and I can follow him the whole way there but he still he had to make decisions for driving but we didn't start out that way we started out small and as he gained my trust we agreed to let him drive further on his own and for a lot of you guys listening my question is, do you trust yourself to make the right decisions for you around the holidays? And if not, let's figure that out together. Let's figure out something small that you can follow through with and gain confidence 
and build trust with yourself. And maybe that's a really easy goal. Maybe your goal that day is to drink a glass of water before your meal. Small, right? It's not even, has nothing to do with the calories you're going to eat or how many plates you're going to eat or the desserts. All it says is when I get to my destination, I'm going to drink a glass of water before I sit down for the meal. And then when you actually drink that glass of water, like you said you wanted to, and you follow through with it, I want you to congratulate yourself for following through with a goal. Don't brush it off like it's not a big deal because it's a huge deal. You did it. You said you were going to do something and you followed through with it. A lot of times we make these elaborate wishes when it comes to nutrition. I'm only going to eat turkey and green beans, right? Because I'm going to be so disciplined. And then we get to Thanksgiving and we realize, oh, wait, there's actually 10 more foods offered that I really would like to eat besides turkey and green beans. And then we're like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to eat it and I'll worry about it tomorrow. And we break trust. But we're we're creating goals that are too lofty when we haven't even established trust in the small things. We got to establish trust in the small things before we can move to the medium things and to the big things. Otherwise, it's not going to work. We won't have any confidence that we can pull it off. And so we will end up sabotaging ourselves before we even get to the main event. I think we worry that if somebody asks us what we want to do, we're going to go off the deep end. Almost, again, a sign of mistrust with ourselves, but, you know, what do you want to do this Thanksgiving? I want to eat four plates and I want to eat a whole pie. Like, come on. I don't think that's going to be your answer. But we're afraid that if we don't have restriction, it's going to be a free-for-all. But I think we're also smart enough to know that... Everything has consequences. Going off on a free-for-all, it's going to have consequences. You're not going to feel good. And you might feel guilty about those choices. And you know what? Restriction also has consequences. Telling yourself you can't eat anything can make you feel miserable, can make you binge later in the day or that night. It can make you miss out on an experience that you were really looking forward to. We all want our free will. We all want to be able to make our own decisions without the consequences. And that, unfortunately, isn't how it works. At the end of the day, you don't need me telling you how much to eat, how much to put on your plate, when to eat it, You are smart and capable and able to figure it out. But that is a result of trusting yourself. 
And so we have a couple more days before Thanksgiving. I want you to work on building trust with yourself leading up to that event. And I don't care how small the step you need to take to make that happen. Don't create a story around it. Just start small. Start with something that you think you can do or that you know you can do. Actually do it. And then celebrate the fact that you followed through with what you said you wanted to do. That is trust. Now, I'm not going to leave you hanging. I am going to give you a couple things that I'd like you to work on for Thanksgiving. Um, and I want that to tie that in with the trust factor. Uh, but three truths that you can take home with you this Thanksgiving season. Number one, you hear me say it all the time, but I want you to give your brain a plan. Again, when we go into a meal, any meal, I'm not talking just about holiday meals, but any meal, hoping that it works out, that is not a strategy. We want to actually create a plan. Even if it's a loose plan, giving your brain a little bit of direction that when we get to this part of the day, this is what we want to do, right? So whether that's creating a plan for what foods you want to eat or how you're going to respond to people in your family or friends when they offer you foods that you don't want. Uh, if you want to create a plan for your meals earlier that day, you know, so that you're not skipping foods and then going into the holiday meal overly hungry. Again, when you're creating a plan, build trust with yourself. Don't put things on the plan that you're not going to follow through with. All that does is destroy trust. And it's okay if your trustworthy plan is different than what you think you should be doing. If your trustworthy plan is the same as what you think you should be doing, you didn't do it right. In fact, I would say that if you're in a position where you're like, oh, I should be doing more, you're probably in the right exact spot you need to be. Now, number two, in the spirit of trust, you do not need to punish yourself for what you ate with exercise. I remember when I first started out with nutrition, I loved those, if you ate it, now negate it, right? You ate that piece of candy, now you need to do 25 jumping jacks. And now that I can say I'm a little bit more mature and more seasoned and have been in this industry longer, I realize that is not helpful at all. It is not kind. And nobody should ever be punished for their food decisions. That is diet culture rearing its ugly head. And it is toxic. So I'm telling you right now, you do not need to punish yourself with extra workouts. If you enjoy moving your body, do it. But you don't have to do it because you ate an extra piece of pumpkin pie the day before. You don't need to sign up for a 5K the morning of Thanksgiving unless you like to run 5Ks or you want to challenge yourself. On the same line, 
you don't need to punish yourself for overeating at Thanksgiving or eating foods that you might not normally eat with restriction the following day. Well, I know what I ate yesterday, so now I'm going to have to double down and restrict even more because of how many calories I ate. You do realize, and I hope that you do after listening to this podcast, is that binging is a natural response to restriction. And so if you start playing the game of restricting the day after Thanksgiving, it is most likely going to lead to a binge episode. All right. We are not here to punish ourselves. We think that punishing is going to motivate us, but it does the opposite. It makes us feel bad. And then we compensate the opposite direction by overdoing it. It goes back to kindergarten, right? Is it kind? Is it helpful to punish yourself? No. So let's not do that. If we don't do it on the kindergarten kindergarten playground, we don't do it with food as adults. And then finally, I have one more piece of advice. I want you to think about your Thanksgiving meal, who you're going to be with, where you're going to be. And I want you to create a goal outside of food and nutrition and exercise to accomplish on that day. So maybe a goal, maybe you haven't seen your family in a while. Maybe your goal is to have five to 10 minutes of conversation with every person in the room. Maybe your goal is to volunteer that day or that morning at a soup kitchen. I want you to create a goal that has nothing to do with nutrition and exercise. Because even though food is a part of the holidays, it is not the only part. And if we become fixated on the food and have tunnel vision when it comes to food on the holidays, we turn it into something bigger than it has to be. Yes, it is a part, but it is not the only part. And by putting a focus outside of food, it allows for your brain to focus on something else, focus on somebody else but yourself, and can be really, really helpful in terms of making the holiday not so chaotic. So I want you to think about what does that look like for you? All right, guys, that is our episode for today. Just in case you haven't heard, we have a brand new membership at Bodymetrics called My Nutrition Coach. So if you find these podcasts to be helpful and you're looking for even more information about nutrition and health and goals and changing habits, I want to personally invite you to join us at My Nutrition Coach. We offer weekly calls. They're virtual. They're at 730 on Sunday evenings. And if you can't make the call, that's fine. Everything is recorded and all the videos are uh, uploaded so that you can watch them. But we have been having a great time. And we are actually going to be starting a challenge in December 
because we know that a lot of people struggle with a lot of holiday parties and get-togethers and food and cookies and, you know, extra going out to eat opportunities, whether it's at work or with friends and family. And so we just want to be able to support you by offering you a December um, challenge. It is um, a habits are scalable challenge. And so it's all about uh, your nutrition, your exercise, and your mindset. And so I personally invite you to join us for that. We also uh, give you three new recipes each week. You have access to a video library full of helpful hints. You also have a um, private community page where you can answer accountability questions or ask questions. You have a Ask the Dietitian. So um, you have access to me. If you ever just wanted to ask nutrition questions, if you ever just wanted to have somebody that you could check in with and, and ask questions, all of that is included in my nutrition coach. And it is only $999, it's $999 a month, which is a ridiculously affordable option. I do want to say that um, as of right now, we're still offering the free 30-day um Options. So if you're not sure if it's for you and want to check it out first, go on over to bodymetricshealth.com and sign up for my nutrition coach and you can see if it's the right program for you. All right, let's give you your recipe. So today's recipe are pecan pie bites. So again, trying to give you something a little bit healthier if you're in the mood for something sweet, especially when there's a lot of other options around. And this recipe is really simple because it's only two ingredients. It's a quarter cup of pitted dates and a quarter cup of pecans. And this is how simple it's going to be. You're going to slice that date in half, not all the way through, but just to create a pocket. And then you're going to stuff the pecan inside the date. You can go ahead and top that with cinnamon, sea salt, or nut butter if you'd like but they are just little morsels of goodness and it's fruit and nuts. I mean, how much easier can that get? And it has the flavor of pecan pie. All right, guys, that's what we got for you today. Thank you so much for joining us as always. And I'll see you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Nourish Eat Repeat podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, review, and share with others so we can reach and help more people. For more information about nutrition, how to work with a dietitian, or about any of our programs, visit our website at bodymetricshealth.com. You can also find us on socials. We're on Instagram and Facebook at bodymetricshealth. The book Nourish Eat Repeat is available on our website and Amazon in both paperback and ebook versions. Once again, I'm Adrian Delgado, and I'll see you next week. Have you heard the news? We started a brand new membership program called My Nutrition Coach, and you're invited to join. At Body Metrics, most of our clients come to us through their medical health insurance plan. Unfortunately, most insurances don't offer enough sessions to see big results. And some plans, they don't cover nutrition services at all. Body Metrics, we are passionate about helping our clients see results and 
making nutrition accessible to everyone. That's why we created My Nutrition Coach, a program that offers education and accountability between one-on-one sessions and an affordable option for those without coverage. Inside the membership, you'll get access to weekly teachings, nutrition-focused goals to work on, recipes, a private community page for support, a video resource library, and an opportunity to ask questions to a real dietitian. This helpful program is available right now for only $9.99 a month, or $99 if you sign up annually. But it's important to us to make sure we're a good fit for you, so we're offering a special 30-day free trial if you sign up now. To start your free 30-day trial, simply go to bodymetricshealth.com and click on the Programs tab. There, you will see my nutrition coach. Simply click for more information and to join. We can't wait to see you inside the membership.